but Moses put the people because some people were stubborn, so they have to put a law so that if they don't pay, they'll put you are cursed. If you know that it's cursed, hey, I'll pay because I don't want to be cursed. You're already blessed, and you want your blessings to be protected. So you, when God increases you, you are going to take one tenth of that and give it to God. How many of you are going to do that? You're going to do that under revelation, right? If you do this under revelation, that is when you begin to reap of it. Praise God. Now, the tithe is the first thing you must take out of every money you have. It's the first. God likes holy things. Do you know that Otunfo doesn't spend money that have been touched by people? Uh-huh. They bring him fresh notes straight from the bank. If it's not from, he can't touch it. Otunfo doesn't touch it. Like you want to give him money. He don't, he don't touch your money. That will be fresh. God is bigger than that man. Every money you get, the one-tenth of it becomes holy. It is a holy money. You can't spend it. Tell somebody, don't spend holy money. It is, it is not good. When I say something is holy, something is holy because it has been set aside unto God. All this keyboard you see and all this, they are very holy. Yeah. Because we have said, do we go and use it to play uh, at Obra Sport? <laughs> no. We don't go to, do we rent it for anybody? <laughs> Praise God. We don't rent it to anyone. So because we don't rent it to anyone, it has become holy. We have separated it unto God. Hallelujah. If somebody gives you 1,000, the one-tenth, that 100 Ghana cities is holy. Separate it. Don't go and spend all the money and say, wow, let me take it and give it to God. It is not holy. Last week, we, we, we read here that everything that you must do for God must be done in godly fear so that it can be accepted. You can't just do anything. God may not accept your time. I think that many, people, many of us, God may not, may, may not even accept our time. Because you are giving it, you think you are helping God. You cannot help God. You are helping yourself so that your finances will be protected. He said that the devourer will not come in. Can I get a very big amen? So when you do that, you are, you are, you are releasing the devourer far away from your, your finances. So that money, your salary, everything that is an uh, increase unto you, you separate that one-tenth, and that one-tenth become holy. It's something that you must even pray on it before you bring it to church. Not something you just rush, you come to church, you say, wow, wow, wow. It's a holy thing. That's why I say you have to do it by revelation. Can I get a very big amen? So when you do it by revelation, that is when you begin to reap the fruits thereof. Praise God. So the one time you take it and give it to God. You cannot just take any money and write on it tight. Uh-uh. God will not accept it. God wants you to take pen and paper and calculate. Because God is a detailed God. He's the same God that told Noah when Noah was going to build the ark. He gave him details. He said, cut the wood, so, 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 and so cubate. If he had done it more than that, he had disobeyed. And the ark would not look like the way God wants it to look. 
maybe if he had done it the way he wanted, an elephant cannot enter. God had foreknowledge. So he said, take it, cut it this way. When Moses was building the tabernacle, God gave him detail. Because that tabernacle was going to represent the holy tabernacle, which was Jesus. So if he had done it the way he thought it has to be done, he would have distorted spiritual truth. Because when you really study the tabernacle very well, you realize that even all the five poles stood for the fivefold ministry that was yet to come. So God said, put five, five poles. If he said five, I don't need one, I don't need one, put four. He would distort something which was supposed to come. Because the Old Testament were shadows of things that were supposed to come. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Are, you, are, you, are you at the same realm that I am? Are you sure? So, to take pen and paper and take calculate one-tenth on that alone is obedience. Because if God said one-tenth, it means that you have to calculate. Ah, yes, quiet. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because we want to receive the blessing. Abraham was already blessed. God has already blessed that. But to sustain the blessing. Do you know that there's nothing that you want that God cannot give you? But it is how you can maintain that. That is the biggest problem to God. If you are crying for a house in Trasaco, God doesn't mind giving it to you today. But can you maintain it? Can you maintain it? Thomas is crying for a Bentley. Don't worry. By the time you get down, God will give you one. But can you maintain it? Can't. Can't maintain it. Because if something spoils, you have to order the part. Can you maintain a Rolls Royce? I'm asking you now, at your level. So God wants to bless you, but he's looking for your capacity to maintain. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Tell somebody, tight is the basic, is the basic, is the basic. See, if you are not paying it, grow, 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 grow. You are not getting the revelation yet. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Praise God. How many of you have caught the revelation of this titan? Are you sure? It should be the easiest thing for you. The Jews pay tithes up to now. Even they, they are still doing it under the law. And they are still blessed. Everywhere you go, Jews are blessed. They pay. They are still blessed. How about us who are carrying revelation? Hallelujah. So we have to do it with godly fear and reverence. It's a holy money. Don't spend it. Tell somebody. That type you think is holy. Oh, tell him. It's, it's holy. Don't spend it. Can I tell you a story? One day, I, I prophesied to a guy. He was looking for money to start a business. He called me. I said, don't worry. Give me one week. I'll pray about it. It was three days. God spoke to me. I called him. I said, God said that you're going to get the money in two weeks' time. I don't know how you're going to get it, but you're going to get the money. But immediately you get your money, take your tithe out. Don't give it to the church. Give it to your pastor personally because that was what God was saying. Give it to him so that he can spend. And when he spends it, things will just begin to fall in. He said, man of God, is that all? As long as the money comes, that tithe is nothing. I said, okay. The money came. He did his calculation. He wanted to buy a vehicle and use it for a taxi. When he, the vehicle he saw was the exact price. <laughs> Say the devil is a liar. 
Oh, you, 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 don't, you don't hate this devil like I do. How many of you hate the devil like I do? Say, God punish the devil. He just exactly. So what did he think? He said, no, okay. Let me, let me buy this car. Then, after I work for a while, I'll pay the tithe. Uh-uh. God said, take. Even his own, it was prophetic word. Take it. Keep it. What is hard? Why? Ask somebody, why? <laughs> it's too hard. I think that, I, I realize that God is very, very simple. But the simple things are hard for us to do. That is why God gave them the law. Because God was raised, but they couldn't. So God now has to give them the law and push them. But God doesn't want to push you. Praise God. He wants you to do things in love. The guy didn't pay the tithe. He didn't. He didn't do. Bought a taxi, two months, brang brang. Today, tail light. Tomorrow, exos. Today, this. Today, that. He parked the car just after three months. Everything is gone. All the parts are just gone. <laughs> if you don't pay it, the devil will let you pay it. The devil will find something. He will turn into hospital bill. He will turn into something because that thing is not protected. That taxi was not protected by God. Because God's substance is not in it. He called me and said, man of God, can you lend me some money? I said, now that I have prophesied to you, you have been blessed. I should lend you money again. <laughs> Men of God, it's not easy for us. Though. So I sent, him, I sent him some money, though. Then I told him, did you pay the tithe? He said, oh, man of God. I thought I could do it this way. Ha. <sighs> ha, <sighs> man of God. I didn't know that you were a prophet. Because I was Daniel Doku to him. Must somebody be a prophet before you obey the, prophet, the, the word of God? Can I get a very big amen? amen? He took a bank loan just to recover the car and all that. It took him four years, four good years, to, 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 to repay. Because he wanted to fix the car again. When he take a loan, after he fixed it, bang, bang, bang. And he was owing the bank. It took him years to repay. And the car was gone. He sold the car very cheap, like 1005 or something. Everything is gone. Tell someone, don't play with God. Say, God is a merciful God. But when he asks you to do something, just do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. When God gives you money, you may need a shoe. That shoe is not important. Don't use your tie to go and buy a shoe. Give God what belongs to him. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Later, after the guy bought that car, then somebody now came in with a good offer. That was also exactly when tithe had been taken out of it. Then he said, man of God, I rushed. And that car was far better than what he had. When you take your tithe of it, whatever you think that... that can I tell you something? If 90% is not enough for you, is there 10% that would be okay? Can't. Why would you just take the 10% and let God now cover your 
Can I tell you something? Even if you earn 500 Ghana cities and you're able to pay your tie, 50 Ghana, I'm telling you, you can go through the month without borrowing. Some way, somehow, you don't know how, but you have gone through. Ah, I used to know people who were getting very high salary. They have nothing. Because they can't give God nothing. They have cow, but they have nothing. <laughs> Maybe you don't understand. He has a car. The car he has is not his. It's a bank loan. He has not even paid. It means that guy has nothing. With your 500 Ghana, as you pay your tithe, you build a house. Amen. I think, let me go to these people. Amen. You will build a house. Amen. You will build a house. Amen. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Praise God. Amen. It is the only thing that God said, prove me, test me, and see. Whether I will not open the windows of heaven. Your business, prove God and see. Whether God will not open the windows of heaven over your business. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Colgate was a tight payer. There are a lot of toothpaste though. But Colgate has gone around the world. Because the man was a tight payer. Can I get a very big amen? amen. He paid tithes on whatever he had. And Colgate is still there. If your business can pay tight, your business will live even if you die and go. Amen. Your amen is very weak. Amen. Because now you are telling God that God, you forever live it. Because Jesus forever live it. And when you pay tight according to the order of Melchizedek, you are telling him, God, you forever live it. I give you this, just 10% of whatever I have so that I can be blessed. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Tell somebody, this is how to prosper in the kingdom. Though you're already blessed. But to sustain your blessing, catch the revelation. On tight. Can I get a very big amen? One day I was in a church, I was about to prophesy to somebody, and the angel of the Lord stood before me and said, keep quiet. I said, hey, angels can stop her from prophesying. <laughs> because immediately I release the word, it shall come to pass. That's the power of a prophet. Because when he says it, God has no option than to let it come to pass. Because God has to honor the word of his servant. So before I have to say it, God said, keep quiet. That's the same thing. Someone was going to the house of Jesse. He looked at everybody. He looked at the tall guy. He said, Wow. This guy is king. He was about to pour oil, the oil. God said, hey, stop. He could have poured the oil and say, oh, you have still poured the oil, but I've rejected this guy. Wait for David. No, no, no. If that oil touched that guy, that was it. So God has to stop him. Praise God. That's the same way God said, don't, don't, don't say anything. Then the angel said, ask him whether he pays his tithe. Because what I was going to say was big. That some millions were going to come into his life. They asked him, do you pay your tithe? He said, man of God. I said, you don't pay. Pay title because what I'm seeing now, I can't see it. Sit down. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Even when you are in tough situation, you are a tight payer, you go to tough situation, you can remind God of his promise. 
and tell God that, God, you are the one who said that if we give one tent, you will open the windows of heaven. Something is wrong somewhere. God, I'm a tight payer. Let something happen. And something is going to happen. Because you are reminding God of his promises. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Kenneth Hagen had a guy who was teaching his Sunday school. The guy was a good tight payer and he was doing more than enough. He was also partnering the ministry. I'll come to that. And he was giving. The guy went to work one day, fell into and died. Died. Ken Hagen was moved. Because when you calculate the guy's tight, it is more than all the church members come together. <laughs> so Ken Hagen went to God. He said, God, I need this man. If you really sent me to do whatever I have to do, I need this guy. If I need him, then it means that you also need him because you are the one who sent me. So he went to the guy, the hospital, and said, this guy will not die. He will not die. The guy was already in heaven. Read the book, Believer's Authority. He was already in heaven. He said, Jesus, the guy came back to life and said, Kenegan, why? Because he was with Jesus. And Jesus opened a curtain, and he could hear Kenegan's prayer. Father, I can't let him go. I can't let him go. I can't let him. And Jesus said that. Kenegan said, he can't let you go. So you have to go back. The guy said, no, I can't go back. He said, you have to go. You will still come back, but this time you have to go. So he had to come back because he needed him. God needs that tight. And because of that, the work of God can continue. Even if you fall into a situation, we can remind God. Some of you, can I remind God about, about you? I think you are not confident. Let me go to the... Can, can I remind God? I say, hey, this brother, God, Say kingdom prosperity. Kingdom. All right, enough about the tithe. Deuteronomy chapter 8. I think, from, okay, wait, wait, wait. Put your hand on your chest. You are going to pledge to God that from today, you are going to give your tithe. If you don't mean it, don't look and say, hey, everybody's doing this, so we have to do it. No, we are under grace. <laughs> if you don't want to do it, you are, it's not compulsory. But it means that you don't want your finances to be protected. Put one hand and just wave one hand to God. Uh, say, Father, in the name of Jesus. If there's any way I've disobeyed in payment, I please restore your mercy. Give me the ability to do it from today onwards. As I've got the revelation, I'm going to walk in it in the mighty name of Jesus. I pledge to you, Jesus, that from today, I'll honor you with every increase that I have. One tenth of it will go to the ministry so that the work of God will continue. If you meant what you said, stretch off your hand toward me. Father, as they, as they have said it, I pray that you will do your part for them. Your finances are protected. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Anything that will try to steal money from you, I bind that spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Your money will not go to the doctor. Amen. 
your money will not go anywhere it must not go to. You will enjoy your money in the mighty name of Jesus because you have submitted your finances unto the God. Can I hear a very big amen? I love you. I know you're going to do it. Ask somebody, hey, are you sure you, what you said you mean it? <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse uh, 17. How, how many of you want to be very loaded? And for me now, the, the kind of thing I'm thinking, eh? Do I want to be rich? Praise God. Not so that I can buy so many cars. How many cars can I drive? No. So we are not hip hop stars, so. To be buying Bentleys, we pack them, then we snap it to. <laughs> the money is for the work of God. Buy plenty jets and they are snap. What is the meaning of that? We use our money to work for God. <laughs> Tell somebody, will your money work for God? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Our money is for God. We'll drive nice cars, but that's not the main thing. How many of you love the word of God? Do you love what I'm teaching you? Hey, some people say, yeah, yeah, you don't like it, huh? Say, yes! Even if you don't like it, say, I love it. Look, God is asking my question. Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee to do, to do thee good at thy later end? Uh-huh. And thou say in thy heart, my power and might of mine gotten me this word. Verse 18. But thou shalt remember. Tell somebody, thou shalt remember. <laughs> Tell him again. He said, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get well that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto the fathers as it is this day. He's talking about Father Abraham. He told Abraham that whoever blesses you shall be blessed. He told Abraham, in multiplying, I'll multiply you. In greatness, you shall have greatness. Look, he told Abraham all this thing. He said that thou shalt remember your God, that it is he that giveth you power. Somebody say power. It is he that giveth the power to get wealth, not money, to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant. God wants to establish his covenant with you. If you read in Galatians 3, it tells us that the promise was to Abraham and his seed. But the seed he's talking about was not Isaac. He said that the promise was to Abraham and his seed, which is Christ. And now he said that if ye be Christ... Then you are heirs according to the promise. Did you get it? Are you an heir? According to which promise? That the promise God gave to Abraham. Can I get a very big amen? So when you are connected, you have to know that God prophesied through the seed of Abraham, which was Christ, that anyone who now joined himself to Christ, he will carry the promise. Ah, see, I'm carrying the covenant. I'm carrying the promise of prosperity. Can I get a very big amen? Uh-huh, that's the scripture. Now to Abraham and his seed, where the promises made, he said not, and to thy seed which is Christ, verse 17, and this say that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 430 30 years after, cannot disannul that we should make 
the promise of non-effect. Uh-huh. For if the inheritance of the law, he said, if you be Christ, then you are what? You are the seed that he's talking about. Look for that. Praise God. So God knows that you are going to forget. So he's telling you, thou shalt not forget. Remember. Don't forget that God is the one who gave you the power to make wealth. Tell somebody, please don't forget. Tell somebody again. So that's the scripture, Galatians 3.29. And he said that, and if ye be Christ, ye Abraham's seed, and as according to the promise. How many of you are Abraham's seed? If Abraham was blessed, I declare to you, you shall be blessed. If Abraham was blessed of God, I declare to you, you shall be blessed. Because the promise was to you. Say, I am the seed of Abraham. Can I get a very big amen? Now back to Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 7. He said that, thou shalt remember that it is God that gives you power to make wealth. To continue to maintain or to grow in the blessings of God, you always have to remember that your source is from Jehovah God. It is not by your strength. Tell somebody, it's not by your strength that you have bought a cow. If you think it's by your strength, you may lose that cow. It's not by your strength. Every money you have, think about God. This was after Abraham. So now he's saying them, remember. Abraham paid tithe. He remembered that God was his source. If you don't pay your tithe, it means that you don't remember that God is your source. But if you want to give, you remember. Say, God is my source. How many of you, God is your source of wealth? Put your hand and say, Father, you are my source. Say it again. Now he says that, Talking about can you get amplified version of this? He's talking about ability to make wealth. God will never give you one million dollars. You see an angel come, you count one million dollars and give it to you. Never. But what you do is that He will give you the ability to make millions. Is that amplified? But that's a earnestly remember. Look at this amplifier though. Earnestly, because you are going to forget. I have seen people who are forgotten. There are many forgetters. Tell somebody, don't be a forgetter. Forgetters are dangerous. They forget. When God blesses them, they forget. He said, about thou shalt earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which is war, to the fathers. So earnestly remember. Never forget. They, I've seen a lot of forgetters. There are people who have come to our ministry. They had nothing. God blessed them, and they have forgotten they have forgotten that it was one release of a prophetic word that gave them the power to make wealth. Can I get a very big amen? amen? If God wants to bless you, he will not bless you with money. He will bless you with words. Words. The patriarchs, they bless their children with words. Hallelujah. He blessed Isaac. And Esau came. He said, oh, I have already blessed him. Did he count any money and gave it to Jacob? He didn't give Jacob. He said, Jacob is already blessed. I've given him the blessing. He, what did he say? He pronounced words on him. One word from God can take you into another realm of prosperity. Because it is he that giveth the power to make. Say, Father, give me power. The ability to make wealth. How many of you want to make wealth? 
You are not, you don't, you don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe you don't know. When I talk about what, I don't mean buying one Range Rover and you think that you are broken through. That is Ghana man prosperity. And then he built one house, he buy one Range Rover, he's on top of the world. He doesn't respect anyone. <laughs> That's Ghana man. The kind of wealth that God. <sighs> My spiritual father told me a story. He said that he went to a place in Nigeria. Nigerians have money, huh? He went to a place in Nigeria. This, this guy, the guy owned a village. One man. He owned a whole village. He owned a village. By the time you enter in the village, there is a restaurant. You have to eat before you go and look for the man. By force, you have to eat. They will save you. <laughs> the restaurant belongs to him. That is a way of welcoming his visitors. Restaurant, not kitchen. <laughs> Hallelujah. They bring a van to come and carry his tithe to church. What are you talking about? Can we carry your check? Your, your, your <laughs> some of you are going to own some serious real estate. Some of you are going to own some serious real estate. Can I hear a very big amen? It is he that giveth you the power and anointing to make wealth. Prosperity is a spirit. When it falls on you, you will just begin to, to prosper. Say, Father, let that spirit fall on me. I told you from the beginning. Maybe the guy by you, he had bought some autobiography. You have no idea. If you don't have one, you better scream louder. If your account is zero zero, you must scream loudest. Hey, say, Father, let that anointing, let it come upon me. Now, now, now. Can I hear a very big amen? of who he is and think of who I am he's great marvelous say great marvelous when I think of how in love in spite of who I was he's great marvelous Whoa.